Welcome to Punk Frockers, a community sewing podcast brought to you by Jenny Hassler and Beverly Baptiste. Hi, Jenny. Hey, Beverly. How are you today? I'm doing good. How are you? I am amazing because I have just arrived at my bungalow at the beach for vacation. Vacation from work, but not from punk frockers, apparently. No, never from punk frockers. How could I vacate punk frockers? It seems (laughs) to me like that's practically leisure anyway. That's true. That's true. I mean, I look forward to these conversations, so it's, it's definitely not an unwanted intrusion on a vacation. All right, good. (laughs) So what have you been sewing lately? Oh, man. So obviously, I've been primarily sewing beachwear for the last week or two. So I've made a couple new caftans, primarily those um, zero-waste ones from Chris Wood Sews, the envelope dresses, um, as well as a bikini from a vendor I can't mention because it's a test bikini, which I'll be taking pictures of while I'm here. As, as well as a one-piece swimsuit from that same pattern. And then I've got a friend of mine is flying down from New York to join me at the beach house. And so obviously, because we are middle-aged white women, we're going to be twinsies while we're here. <laughs> so I've made several dresses that we can both wear because that's clearly everything we've ever wanted to do. That's a good um, idea. <laughs> so I've sewn some clothing for my friend and it's exciting because it's the, the Tarly dress is what I've used for this. The Tarly, I, I think of it as the dress, but it's, it's a shirt pattern <laughs> that I extend. Um, I've made uh, Tarly's for both of us. And my friend is at the very smallest, just barely fits the smallest size pattern that the Tarly is available in. And of course I'm, I'm a little larger than that. And so I think it'll also be fun to get pictures of us together in the same dress pattern, but with such a size disparity, because that's, that's one of those things I think is neat. Yeah. I, uh, I wonder if Jim would let me do the same. I mean, vacation. I would hope so. <laughs> um, my poor husband, I'll, I'll order, um, custom fabric from Spoonflower or from my own company, and then I'll make him a t-shirt and myself a dress. So I don't actually put him in a dress, but I I do make him wear matching clothing. And in fact, if you scroll back through my um, Instagram to about a year ago, when we were celebrating our 30th anniversary, we wore matching outfits um, in March of last year on the, on the day of our anniversary. (laughs) So um, yeah. (laughs) And I bet Jim is equally game. (laughs) He actually is very game for things. I just had him try on this new um, shirt I'm making for him, this uh, tailored shirt, and it fits perfectly. I thought it was going to be way too big, and he put it on. It fits perfectly. I'm so happy with it. I've done everything but the buttons. I'm just, oh, and the bottom hem. He thinks he might want to wear it out and so instead of tucked in, and so he asked, could I make the bottom straight? And I said, well, actually, yeah. yes, I can. <laughs> easily. Yeah, that'd be real easy. Yeah. And then easier. of course, <laughs> in, instead of buttons, you're obviously going to use snaps. Um, <laughs> did you need me to send you any little golf pencils for that? I, I don't know. 
if you're fully set, but I did all of the, um, the buttonholes on the front placket the whole way down, no problem. And then I did the little sideways one at the top. And of course that one that's the most visible is the one that screwed up. So yeah. I think it's fine. I, I'm not even going to say anything to him. And I don't think he'll notice. The other thing that happened was I used these friction pens and yeah. the blue one, and, and, and I had tested, I had the blue one and it was fine. It, it worked fine because it's plain linen fabric. Well, I needed to mark something different because I had marked it wrong. So I used this pink one. And then when I went to iron it, it the pink part's not coming off. So I well, hope that's that, bad. I hope it washes out. Yeah, it's I mean it's supposed to be heat based. That seems really weird. I know. But it's an argument for testing in advance, something I would never have done. Well, so I, I did test it. Didn't. I just didn't test that color. I mean, so pink is really more like red, right? I mean, there's obvious reasons why that might be worse. Yeah. <laughs> but, but you well, know. I, at least it's white linen, so I can bleach it if I need to. There you go. So, and in addition, of course, you can, um, you can always make this your, your toile and continue to make more and more amazing shirts for Jim. So much work. This is going to be, this has got to, <laughs> I got to get that out of there. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that seems, um, really, really awesome. The other big one that I made this past uh, week was the by hand Leo, which is yeah. a dungaree jumper thing overalls, but I made it out of a timeless treasures quilting fabric that is outer space, rainbow, unicorn winged kitty cats which is so many descriptors for this fabric, but just an all over print. And they're fairly big. They're like probably three or four inch tall wow. cats. And they're photorealistic, barring the part where they have a horn wings and are <laughs> rainbow covered. Um, but they're, they look, they're not cartoony, right? right they're real right. looking cats. And I made this, <laughs> this, this overall from them. And it, it is stunning. It is, just, <laughs> it is just amazing. I am not sure in my life where I will wear this yet. I mean, obviously anywhere, but work, um, possibly work maybe for an inventory weekend or something, but it's, it's, it's a hell of a thing. Um, it's definitely, you notice it. It's not subtle. The one thing that's sort of weird about it. So <laughs> um, speaking of errors, when, so it has ties at the shoulders, okay. you connect ties to the front and the back bib, which are the exact same size. The only difference on it is the, um, the way the crotch curve is done on the front versus the back of the pant. Okay. But the, the bibs are the exact same front to back. I ran out of fabric managed to figure out how to cut all the straps I needed. And then as I'm cutting the final binding bit that I need for the sides on it, I cut two of the straps in half. Oh, And so I thought, well, hell, I don't need those. I'll just put buttonholes in the front bib and tie the straps through that. Cause I think that's adorable, uh -huh. you know, cause then you only need yeah. straps on one side and the straps are plenty long enough for it. And so I, I, I planned that and then it's got um, pleats across the bottom of the bib. So you pleat the pants onto the bib hmm. and I pleated the pants on. I basted them. You would have been so proud. So After proud. I basted them, I sewed them and then I just checked to make sure they looked right. 
And then I surged them. So there's a lot of layers of sewing at this point, you may have noticed in that description. And then I realized I put them on backwards that I had that I put the oh, back no. leg on the front bib. So my okay. choices become tying them behind my head or not behind my head, but you know, behind my back doing uh-huh. the tie there, which just looks wrong and makes it harder to take them on and off. Yeah. Or deciding that the slight difference in the crotch curve, probably not a problem. Yeah. Because these are really, really, really baggy pants. I mean, okay. like super baggy. And so, um, yeah, I'm just wearing them backwards. Um, <laughs> that's they basically feel fine? it. No, they feel totally fine. You can't tell visually because it's just a lot of volume. Yeah. Um, and they feel just fine. So the slight change in the curve, apparently not super important at the size <laughs> I'm wearing anyway. Um, so that was, that was quite exciting. That's very um, exciting. But uh, but it was fabulous fabric. And this was, it's not my fault at all, but I posted about it on the Facebook Curvy Sewing Group. Mm-hmm. And people asked where I got the fabric and I told them. And about 10 posts later, 10 comments later, someone said, well, it's all sold out now. <laughs> Look thought, at you. Cool. And I'm sure it's a coincidence, but I, I felt super powerful as the mover and shaker and market maker on rainbow unicorn winged kitty cat outer space fabric. That's that's well, apparently I where think my influence is felt. Sure that you were the one that influenced that. <laughs> <laughs> it was hysterical. In case anybody's interested, I did take a peek around and I found it at Hancock's. So <gasps> it is available uh, as of right now, but this podcast doesn't go out for a couple weeks. So I am still interested because there are more things I would like to make with this fabric. (laughs) Well, you should get on it before this podcast comes out then. (laughs) I think that's a good idea. (laughs) So we'll link it in the show notes, but it may or may not be there. (laughs) Okay. Well, I wanted to talk about a couple of, I know we just recently did a new patterns podcast, but I wanted to talk about a couple of things I'm kind of excited about that have come out recently. The (laughs) new edition of Fiber Mood. Have you seen it? I have. I I love it. And actually, I started going back and looking, and I like several patterns every single month. So I'm trying to get, they have a digital subscription that is not month. It's like five times a year they come out or something or six times a year. And it's 10 euros for the digital subscription. Right. You get five PDFs with the, with that subscription. And it's only, it's, so it's 10 euros, which is about 12 bucks. So that's really cheap to get those patterns. That's just like less than $3 a pattern. That's amazing. So I already bought this time the fiber mood <laughs> harmony top and I've already cut it out. And so the net, that's the next thing that I'm going to work on. And then I also want to make the grace top, which is a real flowy kind of top. I don't even know if I have anywhere to wear that, but I think it looks so cool. It's kind of plated at the top with kind of a high neckline. I don't know if I like that or not with a bow in the back. And so the whole dress is kind of a swing top, but a fancier looking swing top. So I like that. And then I love the Maya dress, which is very similar to the By Hand London Anna dress, which I'll be talking about a little bit later too. But I also really love the Dana dress. And that is, it could be worn like, like you can wear it with a belt around it. 
Maybe it's similar to that one from Moon and Broad that you talked about. Yeah, the Huan, only this has a much like a square neckline. It's a it's a completely different neckline, but overall shape-wise, probably yeah. a, a very similar, yeah. I think it looks like so much fun. And I just immediately bought some tensile denim for it because I think it'll look it's like lightweight too. And I just yeah. think it's really, really cool. Well, that's adorable. I only just discovered the um fiber mood patterns last week or the week before sometime really recently when I found the Rosalie dress that, that I think is completely adorable from a previous issue, I suppose, which, uh, I've, I've posted a couple of versions of on my Instagram already. It's just a a short tent dress with, um, ruffled, like practically sleeveless, but ruffles where the sleeveless sleeves would be. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, but I did notice when this issue dropped, there was some commentary on Facebook and the Kirby Sewing Collective group that some fat sewists had noted that it doesn't always scale up well at the higher ends. Oh. So they provide they provide going out to a really large size, but that there are some things about the fit and the bust and the shoulders that don't always work. So it's just a caution to be aware of. I have not made anything fitted like the thing I made at you know, might as well be two tablecloths sewn together. It's quite, it's quite roomy, quite voluminous, but I'm interested to find out as I dig into more styles, because I have been impressed with a number of the things I've seen there. I wonder if you might not have as much of that problem though, in that you're generally not the largest size for the bust and shoulders area. It's true. I'm not. I, I typically am able to be considerably down in that space. So it may not impact me as much as it does some of my curvier sewist sisters, but that's uh, a good, it's a good note for anybody who's looking at. Yeah. This. And it doesn't have to mean that it's accurate, but there were enough folks who were like, yeah, I've kind of found that to be a problem that it, it seemed worth um, mentioning. Yeah, for sure. Well, there's one other pattern that I wanted to mention. Have you seen the Friday pattern company Davenport dress? Oh, of course I have. That is amazing. It is just it is so cottagecore and so adorable with all of its ruffliness. This is and like a combination of the two of us, I feel like, this this pattern, <laughs> yeah. you know? Like, you know, it's it's ruffly and and dressy enough for you, but like, you know, kind of plain enough for me. I don't know. <laughs> I think it's got a great shape to it. I think I might make it a little longer than it is. The hem is a little bit above the knees and I think I might make it a little bit below, but maybe I won't. Anyways, I think that'll be a good one for summer. I like the shoulder flutter. I Mm -hmm. like, I love that. I think that's adorable. And I can honestly, like one of the versions I'd love to make would be in black, maybe in an eyelet lace or something like that as the full dress, but with the shoulder flutter being rainbow. Or something else where just the shoulder flutter is that other fabric. I think that could be super duper fun. I would like to lower the neckline a little bit. It's elasticized and pretty close to the neck. And sometimes I find that annoying and other times I don't. So I like how it looks on people, but I bet you you're right. Like I would find it, I get a little claustrophobic sometimes Mm -hmm. when things are up by my neck. I agree. I think it would be a little frustrating for me. I was talking to Rhiannon Toast about this dress, I think this morning actually. And uh, she commented that maybe uh, you could use gathering and bias binding to get a similar look because you want that, you want that gathered look. Yeah. But maybe where you've 
could cut it a little bit lower or, or do something else with it. That's and so exactly. I thought that was an interesting idea. I can also imagine facing it or semi-lining it where you could gather, cut one that's this the size it will gather to, and then the lining would be that size and then cut the dress, the regular extra fullness and gather it to it. So I, I could imagine a couple of choices there. But it's uh, it's completely cute. Um, I did want to note that I almost bought fabric for this, did but I decided not? I should make a twelve first. Mm. I blame you because <laughs> <laughs> the fabric I want for it is too expensive to just go and make it. Because that that puppy's going to take me four and two thirds yards for my wow. size. Yeah. A lot of fabric. It is and, a very fabric hungry kind of pattern. It looks like. Yeah. And for, for 20 bucks a yard, I think maybe, Ooh. maybe I start with something a little cheaper, <laughs> <laughs> but it is, it is adorable. Absolutely. I did want to roll back a little bit to the fiber mood. Cause I forgot to mention when you're talking about the harmony top, yes, which is um, the adorable little sailor's top. Yes. That looks to me like it would be amazing to use for any cosplay that required a drop waist sailor style dress oh, you know what yeah. I mean so you could do sailor moon with this you could yeah. do some other things like that right. and the size range is so great that it's one of the few where you could do this as a as a fat sewist without having to do a lot of alterations I think um, because yeah. it's it's a little bit fuller but if you just dragged it straight down I think you could sailor moon the hell out of it which would be a lot of fun or or do something vintage related to the 20s and 30s yeah you know if you're not a Sailor Moon person, I don't know why you wouldn't be, but that's a whole other <laughs> conversation. Um, so I want to put out a plea to our listeners because we have so many of them and they're amazing. Um, I am searching for the perfect boiler suit. So my daddy was an astronomer. And one of the things I did with him when I was a child is I would go out to the observatory with him when he'd do an overnight observing. And it was a teaching observatory and it had a little bunkhouse and I'd set up with my dolls and my books and I'd read and I did nothing at all that was astronomy related, but I'd hang out in that bunkhouse and all of the astronomers wore boiler suits as their astronomy gear. I don't know why they had to have a boiler suit uniform for astronomy, but my dad's was navy blue and had little patches on it for, I don't even know what, I mean, honest to God, I can't imagine what those patches were about, but it was so sciencey to me. That's what it looked like. And I want my own boiler suit. I found two of these jumpsuits that seem like likely suspects for me. And, and one of them is the closet core Blanca, which is named after an awesome Instagram sewist. And so you can, you can go to their website and take a look at that, find the inspiration for that. But that one goes up to a 61 inch hip and they call it a flight suit. And it is just adorable, but almost all of the bodies that I have been able to find it on are significantly smaller than my body. Mm. And where they have larger bodies in it, the measurements aren't provided. And I'm really bad at identifying if someone's anywhere near my size. Mm -hmm. so, so I can't tell. And then the other one is the rad unisex jumpsuit, which goes to an 80 inch hip. And this is one where they did test the pattern up through the full range of sizes but the testers they used weren't willing to share their photographs. Mm. And so there aren't a lot of images, again, above about a 50-inch hip. And I'm concerned about how these are going to look, given that I go from 51 inches down to 61 inches from mm -hmm. chest to hip. And so I'm interested in seeing other people's images of them. So if you've made these patterns 
and you have anything like my measurements or larger, I'd love to see those patterns tagged on Instagram and just let us know about it. Because these are, these are ones where I really want to make myself a navy blue boiler suit like my daddy had and put patches on it. Aww. And they're not going to be science patches, probably. They're more likely to be like, nope, or, or other, <laughs> other things that I think are funny. But I'd, I'd like to do that because I just, I need to do that. So if so y'all can help me out. Are you planning to make this in a canvas kind of thing or a... I, so I'm not sure. I think I probably am a canvas or a lightweight denim or or something like that. Mm-hmm. But I'm willing to make many versions to determine what's going to work right. Okay. I would just like to, I would like to visualize it first. And that's something I'm really finding it hard to, to locate any images for. And maybe you'd also be interested if people have made other patterns that are... Oh, for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I just, these are the two I managed to identify that seem like really similar to what I'm looking for. And they go up to my hip size or larger. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Which is key. I don't want to draft this one. I want yeah. this one. I want it to fit out of the envelope, except for my normal adjustments for being short-waisted and having to, you know, go across four sizes between my, my chest and my mm-hmm. hips. But, you know, that's normal. Okay. Anyway. All right. Well, hopefully somebody has something good for you. I'm hopeful. Okay. This month's theme. <laughs> now, the clue is the best clue ever because, first off, what an amazing voice and what an amazing song. And there is nothing that is not perfect about that entire rendition. So hopefully everyone automatically was able to guess it because, because this one's pretty easy, right? I mean, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> well, for those, there may be people who did not actually go and look what our clue was. <gasps> that can't be true. <laughs> uh, full engagement all the time. The clue was <laughs> Goldfinger, sung by Shirley Bassey, and it is so good. And of course, the theme is glamorous. And we will be having our hashtag PF Glam for this month. We are. Oh my gosh. And we are so excited about this. This one was inspired at least in part by a comment that I heard from one of our listeners who said they would love to see us do something decadent as one of our challenges. And this is, this is the perfect opportunity to sow something that means decadence for you. That's right. Um, so that that could be really amazing. So when we talk about glamorous items, what are what are we thinking are likely? What are what are the sorts of things you think people might want to do? Well, of course, we could have people making wedding gowns. That's a hundred percent true. That's a really obvious place to go glamorous for sure. But I can also imagine doing something really tailored. So I went to a wedding where one of the grooms was military and the shirt that he wore underneath his suit, um, had been custom made for him. And the, the back of it was a completely ridiculous, different fabric for taking the suit jacket off when they danced. And it was, it was fabulous. It was absolutely a wonderful opportunity to build something a little bit more exciting into a a standard sort of a garment. Yeah, I probably will make a dress. And actually, I think kind of Jim's shirt that I'm making counts. I mean, it's a tailored, I mean, it has flat felled seams throughout, like (laughs) through the arm, everything. So I think that counts as well. 
Well, that's that's really amazing. Do you have any idea what you think you're going to do? You set a dress. Yes. I have to assume automatically you're obviously going to make some sort of dress that only I would wear um, <laughs> and probably out of some sort of frilly rainbow silk, right? <laughs> well, okay. I made the first twall of it. <gasps> the only twall it fit. So I was, I was lucky, but I made the by hand London Anna dress. To me, this is a very fancy dress. I know it's not that fancy for you, but for me, it is very glamorous dress because I don't, I don't wear stuff like that. It reminds me of sort of a vintage pinup mm-hmm. thing, like how the, how the, okay. So I'm going to describe this dress. It has just sort of grown on sleeves and it has pleats under the chest and in the back and the pleats make sort of cups for breasts. And so um, that can be, you know, some fitting fiddliness in there. I don't know how, but it worked out perfectly just based on my measurements. And then it has a gourd skirt and that's really lovely because it makes this beautiful flowy skirt and it has a slit up the thigh. So that's pretty glamorous. First one I made in this really pretty ditzy floral rayon. And what I found was that it's a little bit lightweight for that dress. For me, it's a little bit lightweight. It feels like a dress that comes in that closely in the belly. I'd like to have a little bit more weight to it, even even if it was a little heavier rayon. It's just one of those really, really light flimsy ones. So what I did was I went back and I found a beautiful printed linen rayon blend. And I'm going to make the first one was just like a knee length one. They call it midi length, but it's like knee length. I mean, yep. <laughs> I was like, how is this midi? But I'm going to make one. I'm not going to make it floor length because it though I'm, I'm making this to go to a wedding, by the way. And I'm not going to make it all the way floor length because the wedding's not that fancy. And I think we'll stick out a bit if I wear that. But I'm going to make it maybe T length. Mm-hmm. That shin shin length. Yeah. And I'm really excited about it. I, I think it's a lovely, lovely dress. So I've, I've made three of them so far, two of them at the midi length, which is knee length. And then one of them at the maxi length, which was, I think a total of eight inches below the, the, my feet. Basically, (laughs) um, It was, it was the weirdest thing that somehow midi length to floor length they, they missed both marks from my perspective for my height. And normally, I mean, I'm five foot six, so I'm just slightly taller than the average female, but that's often the block size that they're yeah, going for is yeah. a five, 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 six. So normally I'm spot on for the overall length, but I'm short-waisted. So I have to have to move up there. But in this case, I didn't have to adjust for short-waistedness, which was nice. But boy, it was definitely knee length on that midi, which was hysterical. Yeah. Um, and uh, and on the long one, it was just so funny when I finished it. I'm like, well, crap, I got to cut eight inches off of here in order to have it skim the ground. Well, that's actually <laughs> really good to know because the longer it gets, I mean, because of the triangle shapes, it really uses a lot of fabric. Mm-hmm. So you could save, you probably could have saved yourself almost a yard of fabric. Yeah. And what I do what, when you get ready to make that is I just hold the pattern pieces up to yourself and make sure they make sense. Yeah. Because <laughs> they, they just, 
they just didn't quite when I made them. Um, but I love it. It's an absolutely fabulous dress. I get so many compliments on it each time I make it. I, I wear it. The floor length one is the only one that I've kept. The other two I've given away. The floor length I did out of a stretch satin and, or stretch sateen, cotton sateen. And I love it. It is That's a good idea. It is absolutely fabulous. And it was a lighter weight stretch sateen. So it wasn't, some of those can be a little bit heavy. This one was very lightweight. And I wore it on a beach trip where there was a lot of weather. And every time I'd walk outside, the whole thing would fly around everywhere because <laughs> I definitely used the slit up to its uh, fullest potential. So yeah, yeah, it's, it's gorgeous. That'll be completely glamorous. I love it. And of course, there are also other things folks could make. You can um, work on doll clothing, children's clothing. I could imagine uh, several really neat things you could do in that area. I, I used to love making Barbie doll clothes that were quite glamorous. So that might be a path as well. But what are you planning on making? Oh boy. So I bought this silk. This is a, to me, it sounds, sounds and feels like a taffeta, but it's a, it's a nubbly silk. So it makes noise when it, you know, when you fold the fabric in half, you hear rustling. It's really amazing. And I love that fabric and I want to make something out of it. And I haven't figured out what yet. And so one of the ideas I had for it was to use it to make another Rosalie from Fiber Mood. That one's only drafted to a 57 inch hip, but I have made it twice and it's been, it looks good. It looks exactly as I think it's intended to look on my body. It's a short sort of trapeze with little tiny ruffles at the, the sleeves. And I think it could be a lot of fun in that, but it is a plaid. The silk I have is a plaid. And I don't know that a plaid is the right answer for those that sleeve treatment or that dress. So I'm I'm iffy, but maybe. Well, the, um, the interesting thing is you could that you, you could play around with the plaid, right? You could put the um the fluttery sleeves on the bias there. That would be kind of neat. Absolutely. You could. I think it might get lost because it is a lot. It is a very, very bright. Very, very bright, very, very glad. Okay. Um, but I think it could be interesting in that. That was sort of my first sort of an idea. But then there's the Ainsley dress, which is a mood fabrics one, which I think means I have to tape together pages. Yeah. Yeah, which is always my favorite thing to do. But this one, so it looks a lot like what I what I wore in my prom in junior high. <laughs> Uh, sorry, my junior high school prom. So I, it looks a lot like what I wore there, except what I wore was floor length instead of mini skirt length, which is what this one is. This one also adds an incredibly dramatic bow where mine had incredibly dramatic arm warmers because they weren't sleeves. They weren't attached to the dress. It was a piece of elastic at the wrist and a piece of elastic at your underarm. Uh-huh. And you just slid these things up your arms and they were pretend sleeves. And that was because I was fat. And the lady who made the dress for me was like, well, obviously you don't want sleeveless. And I said, well, obviously I do. And she said, oh no, we'll, we'll make you some sleeve bags that you can, you can put up to hide your shame. Um, and so that was, that was pretty much anyway, there's a whole lot of stuff about my prom, but, uh, but this dress reminds me a lot of it. And some of the things I find interesting are that this is, this is a boned bodice with oversized, weird baggy boob cups attached to the top of sort of a corset waist. And then has a, like you took a giant piece of taffeta and tied a bow around your belly yeah. and then had a slimmer skirt underneath it. And I can't help but think how amazing that would be 
in a cacophony of plaid out of this rustly fabric at the same time, similar issues with that question of plaid, right? I think there's more you could play with here with the plaid. Imagine those boob cups, <laughs> which look <laughs> pleated almost in the plaid, right? So, yeah. And so is there a strap that goes around the neck? Cause they seem to be just hanging there by themselves, but it also, I think they're like just hanging there by themselves. Now, you know, those, uh, <laughs> They oh, there's them, not. There's not. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not seeing in the drawings. There yeah, anything. there's not. When she turns sideways. I mean, she doesn't appear to have the model they've used. Yeah. Perhaps as many chestal appendages as I have. But, <laughs> um, but you know, I mean, I, I think it's interesting. And I have those, <laughs> those absolutely terrifying nipple tape bunny rabbit covers that you can use to haul your boobs up and tape them to an upper <laughs> part of your boobs so you don't have to wear a bra. I have those. And I think I could use those with this dress. You know what I mean, right? I know what you mean. Oh my God. <laughs> this is uh, this is great. So I love this and I really want to make it. Even if that plaid isn't the right answer, I want to make this so much. This is amazing. I know. I agree with you. How much fabric so, does it take? Um, I think it said only like three yards. I mean, now I'm going to guess for my size that they take a little more. <laughs> But truthfully, it's a mini skirt that has no sleeves. Yeah, so really, and a lot of the the fullness on it is probably giant rectangles. You know, I mean, yeah, it's, that's so true. it's not necessarily like a gourd skirt taking up as much space. And if it's not a one-way design. And so I think there's a lot of potential here. We have an absolutely hideous pale, I think it was intended to be an Easter fabric. It's like one of those spring blue, yellow, green, and pink checkerboard type things. I mean, it's, it's very ugly, but it was super inexpensive to purchase, which probably explains it. And so that might be a good twall for this yeah. to be able to throw it together out of something similar, but not the same. But isn't that amazing? It really and is. Me, it, to me, this feels like this would be a stretch for me, right? Yeah. This is one where I've never really used boning and I'd have to do that. And I'd have to really think about how to make my boobs stay in it. And so I think there's some fun that could be had there. But then the last one I was really thinking about was also there's another mood society one called the mimosa dress and the mimosa dress they describe as makes, has them dreaming of springtime and outdoor Sunday brunches. To me, it looks like a t-shirt dress. It is Jersey. Um, yeah. That's made out of Jersey and that it's, it's got some sort of a, like the skirt is wrapped around on itself and tied in a knot. And it's, it's just super basic, but I was wondering how it would look in that stretchy liquid gold or silver exercise fabric type stuff that they have where it's that uh -huh. li liquid gold. Right. Uh -huh. And I was wondering how it might look in that. Now, my fear is it would look very bad, um, but, but part of me thinks, but what if it didn't? That's true. What if and so, you know what this would so, look actually really cool in is stretch velvet. Oh yeah, it would. And if you squeeze, if you scroll down, if you go to the web page, you can see that what they've done is they box pleated, inverted box pleats yep. at the at the base where the skirt is attached, and then wrapped it around and tied itself on itself. I think this has a lot of potential. Yeah. But I, in my heart, what I really want more than anything I've ever wanted is that Ainsley dress <laughs> with the giant <laughs> bouffant boob cups, um, because I don't. 
I don't even understand how they're supposed to function, but I'm very fascinated by them. And it reminds me so much of my prom dress. (laughs) I think you ought to, uh, I think you ought to do it. So, so I I think there's a good chance that I will. (laughs) Um, But that's, that's sort of where I'm thinking. Yeah. Well, that one would go along with the, the last little surprise we have for this. That is 100% true. And that's probably what made me think of it. Because at the end of the month, um, the reason we're going glam is that we want to hold a virtual prom. Yeah. So, yeah, we thought it'd be fun to see everybody in their finery and sit and chat. This might be one where it's just me and you. (laughs) I mean, it might be. I can actually picture that. But, you know, I'm okay with that. That's okay. You know? be the DJ. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll be putting out polls on Instagram stories this month to see what time works best for the biggest number of people that actually think they'd like to attend. Yeah. Um, we do have more folks, of course, in North America than anywhere else, but about 10% of our audience is from Australia. And honestly, if they answer the poll with a greater degree of frequency than others, we'll end up doing it in the middle of the night here. Yeah. Because our goal is to try and get as many folks in on this as we possibly can. Yeah. So this, this is going to be a lot of fun. I think so. Um, so we're asking everybody to get your corsage on and, uh, join us. Um, it's going to be spectacular. That's great. And we should have a really great prize at the end of this month as well for. Absolutely. Who, how could we not? It, it'll be a lot of fun. We'll have some, probably some party games or something else planned so that we can help people be engaged and uh, worst case scenario, we'll ask each other 20 questions. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) So guys, we we can't wait to see what you're planning to do for hashtag PF glam. So be sure and tag us as you decide what you're going to make and you start planning your fabric and other choices and beginning to sew. Let's make it a conversation. Yep. This is going to be a fun one. Absolutely. So now that you know everything we've got planned for you and you can recognize how amazing we are, we want you to go and rate and review us. us. Absolutely. We did that at the same time. (laughs) Yeah. And yet we can't say, see you next Tuesday. (laughs) Don't say that. The listeners think we can. (laughs) I mean, we're very good at it each week. It sounds almost (laughs) pre-recorded. But yeah, if you would rate and review us, it really does help people to uh, to spot us. And that's amazing. Well, our most recent review was uh, given to us on Monday of this week as we're recording. And it's by Interested Sewist Jess. I'm three episodes in and I'm so happy to have a podcast that is making an effort to only name drop patterns that can fit most sewists. Yay. I'm looking forward to following along and doing all the challenges. That's, that's a really nice one, isn't I'm- it? I'm so happy about that. Yeah. I think it's really fabulous. And then another really good one is from April 14th from Kashan0316. Great heart in this podcast. I love the genuine feel of this podcast and love their effort to amplify the voices that aren't really being heard in the sewing world. The episode on fat bias is chef's kiss. And it's also just the tip of the iceberg. I'm so looking forward to future discussions that will come from this awesome beginning. Give this one a listen and you'll be happily hooked y'all. It's really lovely that folks have enjoyed our babbling. That's really great. (laughs) Okay. Well, I guess there's only one thing left to say. We will see See you you next Tuesday. Tuesday. 
Punk Frackers is created, produced, and edited by Beverly Baptiste and Jenny Hassler. On Instagram, you can find the podcast at Punk Frackers. You can find Jenny at J.O. Hassler and Beverly at Weeds to Wildflowers. Our artwork and music is created and performed by Jim Duran. You can find him on Instagram and his website at jimduran.art.